This is Out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. We are your hosts, Tracy Berry and Angie Bowen. What's happening, Angie? This week I had an eventful week. I have something new to report. (laughs) I get very excited because normally I go... Not that much. I don't have anything, Jerry. Yeah, so I actually did a thing. I had Why stuff. Why do you want me to talk? Why don't I don't know. Say you it's here. Yeah. Well, so before we... Okay, now I asked us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, but good. Here? So before good. we get to that, let's... I was listening to... Uh, I, I've been listening to a couple of podcasts. I've been on the road a little bit over the last four or five days. And normally, or a few of the podcasts I listen to, like they have an introduction that they do. After it's like, hey, you're listening to whatever, whatever. And they kind of give a description of what their podcast is about. So, for you guys that do, that do not know, this is out in Arkansas. And we are an LGBTQ plus podcast. We talk about all the things in regards to our community. And that would be like the big community as a whole. Because all things community are our things as they are anyone else's. Does that make sense? People may not totally understand what I'm trying to, to say. Me. Yeah, but they might not understand what I'm trying to say. So there's LGBTQ plus community, and then there is Big C community, which is like essentially everyone that members of LGBTQ community mm-hmm. have relationships with, be that family, friends, or otherwise. So mm-hmm. Big C is community at large, not only and specific to LGBTQ, but the larger communities within which we interact. Yeah. Yeah. Which is big which C. Is all the communities. Community. Yeah. Because. <laughs> all the things. It's like we're everywhere. So, yeah, we, we talk about all the things, whether that be entertainment, politics, um, outdoors, uh, just, yeah, education, Everything. healthcare. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're here in central Arkansas, Little Rock to be specific, uh, but we talk about things throughout the state and outside of Arkansas, but we like to kind of touch on how it is to be us or a member of the LGBTQ plus community in our state and in the South. So, anyway, that's kind of our introduction. I won't do it that, that same way good. every time. I know. I was like, whoa, uh, I didn't see yeah. that coming, but good yeah. job. Yeah, like, surprised yeah. you with okay. that one. Well, because so, you, you've been researching podcasts. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're in the you when should. you're in the vehicle, you know, it's like, hey, I don't really listen to the radio anymore. Right. And I came across like a, an REI podcast that I started Got listening it. to, like with these adventurous kind of people. And um, there's another podcast... Now I can't remember the name of it. But, you know, anyways, there you have it. That's what we are, and that's what you're listening to. And Angie, so this week, was eventful, not uneventful. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose technically, like, it was a few days ago, like last week. But still, the week (laughs) in between when we were here last (laughs) was... Some things happened. Some things things that took place. Oh, yeah, so have never happened before. Like, that's not... A melodramatic statement like that's with my hesitation around absolutes I can say with confidence have never happened before happened which that makes it an eventful week I yeah. Would say. yeah 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 and you were there for parts of it and we'll I bet we'll delve into that yeah oh there's your teaser hang in <laughs> um, I like the way, I like the way <laughs> there it is but how are you and what kind of week did you have um I had, I had a good a good week, you know. It was eh, here and there, yeah. as as weeks often can be. True, but you know what? I mean, it was good. There's no need in complaining, because that normally does you no good to complain. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? But we'll talk about a few of those things. I mean, it was it was a I kind of got back to Tracy, you know, because back in the day I used to. Like, I don't know, if I had, if I, on a whim. Sleep outside. Yeah, sleep outside. I could take off, you know, and just go and do, not necessarily tell anybody, but, you know, if I had a wild hair, maybe I'd drive two and a half hours away to go put my boat in the water or just 
sleep in the back of my Jeep and and just have some Tracy time, you know, because that doesn't happen very often or not as much as it used to with several of the things that I'm involved yeah. in. It requires... You have a lot of commitments. Yeah. Yeah. Me to kind of be around and, and not be absent or without service. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have cell service. Oh, my God. For over How long 12 did it hours. take the DTs to subside? Man, like it was, it didn't bother me at all. Right. At all. I mean, of course, I took pictures and stuff to post later, but that time that I didn't have, you know, connection to the outside world was wonderful. Will you incorporate that while you have service, or will you wait until you're outside of service areas to do that? Hmm. So, I mean, I've tried to incorporate that just a little bit over the last couple of days. I have deleted the Facebook app off of my phone. This is progress. Which is, which is I mean, and so I kind of struggle with that because of yep. the number of pages that I manage. Because it's not just about my personal page. Right. Right, because I have our page, I have the Stonewall page, I have my Adventure Race page that I manage. also have a... A high school or actually a childhood friend that I grew up with that has recently experienced some um, major health issues and is still recovering from that that we started a page for mm-hmm. that I administrate as well and so I mean I have five or six pages that I am an administrator of yeah and so and I feel a lot of times if I'm not posting to those like I'm not quote-unquote, doing my job in those areas. And so... Um, Algorithms will tell you in for terms that reason, of SEO, which is search engine optimization. Optimization, which right? you're way better in that than Whatever. I, I like. you, so You're way more <laughs> versed in that than I am. So, so what I'm saying, does I'm SEO really have something to do with social media, though? Because I know that as yes. far as Facebook, there's an algorithm, but does that... Yes. Does that also pertain to the larger I? <laughs> Was it no? Yeah, I internets, interwebs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, this was not even on the radar, but we're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah, it wasn't. Um. So SEO. Yeah. Basically, anytime that uh, tags, meta tags, essentially keywords that you utilize, whether you post them, uh, hashtag them, or search them, like they leave an imprint. So. If somebody goes searching for a specific keyword or mm-hmm. basically performs a specific search, if something that you have posted, regardless of platform, social media or just a like a blog somewhere or mm-hmm. a website somewhere, it has at at the very least a possibility of showing up when somebody does a search if the words that they search for also are present. Mm-hmm. In something that you posted. Again, whether it be social media or like a, a blog or a website, like mm-hmm. it has a chance of showing up. Yeah. So SEO, yes, uh, social media does feed into that, especially because lots of folks, when they post on social media, there are hashtags, there are like the things mm-hmm. that are trending in the way in which we track them. Virtually every site has at least analytics if it doesn't have. Uh, a trending feature or hashtag meta tags, like it still has analytics that like how do people land on your page? Mm-hmm. And so yes, that's a really long <laughs> answer, but yes is the answer. Yes. <laughs> so SEO, all that essentially so know this. That even if I'm not posting like consistently, people are still possibly driven to my pages because of what they're searching. Yes, so they will say consistency is key, right? But they will also tell you that posting too frequently kind of of washes everything out. So essentially, Uh to optimize your SEO and your ranking and all of that, uh, post one to two times a day and that's good. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So, see, that's... There you go. See, see guys, that's one of the reasons we have the A and the T and A. Because of her a lot of random bullshit information. And all of the things. Mm-hmm. All of the things. Well, yeah. and it was funny. And so uh, 
So, you know, I mean, my weekend, it started, I mean, it was just, you know, by Friday, a lot of times I'm just um, kind of tired. Yeah. To the point of, because of all the events and maybe things that I, I try to to go to, and or maybe just because I'm, you know, trying to, to work out, or just... Because it's the end of the week. All the different things, and yes. it's the end of the week. And um, I... There was an event that I was going to try to make it to, but in order to go to this event, my tire needed to be a little more than what I normally wear. I'm familiar so, with this. So, yeah, and so I felt the need to, before attending this event, I was like, man, I, I really need to get over somewhere and, you know, buy me a new pair of shoes, maybe a new bow tie, you know, maybe some new earrings. Um, before I go, but then I also, so I had to work the full day, and then I also, my younger cousin's daughter, they are having a birthday party for her, and so I had this very small window of time to make all of this happen. And then by the time, I was like, okay, Dillard's isn't far away from any of these things that I needed to get to, from my home, to my cousin's house, to where this uh, event was going to take place. So I thought, I'll go to the mall, I'll hit up Dillard's, I'll knock it out, bam, done. Check, 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 able mm-hmm. to do all the things. And so I, I get to Dillard's and just go into the shoe department and, you know, looking, I run into an ex for one thing, not a big deal, but we're, we're good friends now and she happens to be shoe shopping and Talk about the kids, because she and her now wife have a child, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, then one of the, the salesmen tries to start talking to me about what maybe I'm looking for. And, and I was like, well, I kind of want a heel, but I, don't, I want it closed-toed, almost kind of like a boot, but blah, 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 black. Don't want it to be pointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know terminology when it comes to this stuff. And then he kept saying, he kept pointing out shoes that were like completely not what I even described to yep. him. I bet I ran into the same guy on Friday. <laughs> so I bet I did. I was just like, and by that time I was like, this is going to take forever and I still need ear, and I still need earrings. I still need maybe a tie and possibly a top. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so it just, at that point in time, I was like, yeah, not going to happen. Not going. So I ended up just completely, like, scratching that one off the list, chalking it up to just not able, and went to my cousins and played with the little ones and ate, and that was my night. Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. So that... The, let's let's call it the Dillard's experience. Yeah. Which is, I'm not, I'm not placing um, fault or blame specifically on Dillard's, mm-hmm. but so I had a, a similar quest and challenge ahead of me on Friday, mm-hmm. which you very graciously, and for which I'm very appreciative, took time out of the crazy busy day to meet me because this is one of those never before kind of deals in that uh, I was going to a formal event Friday night, mm-hmm. like straight up black tie, um, like just uh, not even really adjacent to the world that I typically live in. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to be up in the middle of this <laughs> really <laughs> what kind yeah. of world. Um the only saving grace was that uh, the entertainment was an Elton John oh, impersonator. Yeah. This guy was really good. Like, he really looked like him, too. Like, uh, almost Elton.com. There you go. I uh, remembered that. Uh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, cool. So he said that. looking for. Right? I didn't, like, it was crazy. I don't even, I didn't even realize that I remembered that. But, uh-huh. really good. Um, however, uh, yeah, black tie, like, formal black tie, uh, yeah, I've, I've never been. I've never been to a formal black tie. Yeah. Nothing. Um, and to do so on hella short notice. Yeah. Because I was, um, let's so. say air quote asked, on Wednesday. 
can can I say something real quick? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and so this same event that you went to Friday, mm-hmm. so we had all this rain Friday, about five years ago, on that day, I paddled Rock Creek in Little Rock. Oh yeah. And took out and was a little bit, running a little bit late because I was supposed to meet this same ex that I saw Friday mm-hmm. at Dillard's. Ooh, and it all family comes back to this. To take them to this same event. Yeah. And then ended up, like, after I left them at that event, getting a phone call saying, hey, we have an extra seat. You should come to this event. Mm-hmm. And so I went to that same event, which was really weird because this past one, I went to Rock Creek because we had so much rain to see if it was running. But I didn't go to the event that you went to. Could have gotten you just, in. It was just really weird. This totally could have gotten you circle. in. Circle. It was. But anyway. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, I was, I would call it air quote asked on uh-huh. Wednesday, at which point I said, um, okay, real quick, um, the formal event, okay, uh, this, meaning me, <laughs> is not going to be a dr- in a dress, right. let alone... A formal dress, like, nah. Mm-mm. Um, so, uh, like a, a more, like a, a suit tux thing needs to be understood because this ain't rolling up in a dress, let alone a formal dress. Right. Um, and if we, we've got some latitude there, then let me also say, um, and the first opportunity I have to shop for this is Friday. Because... Wednesday. Like day of. Yeah. Because Wednesday I'm asked and I have zero availability. Uh Thursday I have zero availability. So yeah, it's going to be Friday and whatever I dig up on Friday. Mm -hmm. So we get to Friday and I'm now apparently committed to this thing, right? And then I'm like, (laughs) oh, hell. (laughs) I've really got to do this. How are we going to make this happen? Like, (laughs) holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um. And there are a lot of dynamics at play here, not the least of which is, um, I've never been to a, like, black tie. Mm -hmm. Uh, this particular crowd is, um, not what I would, um, I would say that the LGBTQ community is even, exists on an even smaller margin Mm -hmm. than it does in everyday society in this particular crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was a lot of old white hetero money here. Let me just say that. Like, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, that's that's a factor, right? Where I'm like, oh, hell. Like, Mm -hmm. we might be the only gays and then go ahead and be the gay that rolls up in a tux. Like, and like, (laughs) what is this? Like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Also, yeah. Um, and then that morning, um, because there's some disagreement within the person who's attending, that I'm attending with and for, uh-huh. uh, about what appropriate attire is, and my statement was simply this, um, here's the thing, uh, it's, I'm shopping same day, so we might need to relax a little bit of expectation. Like, essentially the objective today is... Uh, let's find something that fits. Mm-hmm. Um, and can we agree that we have a shared objective and then we both want me to look good? Mm-hmm. Like, because I ain't trying to show up not looking good. Yeah, so, can right. we just, like, yeah. let's let that be kind of where we're aiming for. Uh-huh. Um, so then I get this... And as comfortable as you Well, yeah, as I can be in, yeah. you know, the proverbial monkey suit, right? Where right. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I don't know. That seems like a lot of... Whatever. Yeah. Um... And so, yeah, I sat out about the quest, um, and there's a little bit, oh, that was the other thing. So I was asked, like, that morning when I was like, okay, let's understand, like, short window, and also need to be comfortable, and uh, mm-hmm. then the question comes, um, did you go to your prom? I was like, oh, no, F no. No, I did not. <laughs> go to your prom? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, uh-uh, did not, nope. I did, I still have my prom dress. See, and then she went, oh, so is it safe to say that this is your first formal and I went oh god like uh yeah thanks I those two dots I had not yet connected so there's so the additional pressure been to this event before. 
Never. No. Okay. This is, yeah, For some no. reason, I was thinking that maybe it had been once before years uh-uh. ago. Okay, mm-hmm. never before. Never before. Uh, no, she, we usually had someone else mm-hmm. do that, and I was totally cool with that. Um, yeah. So then I was like, okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, I've got 12 hours to find clothes um, to this event wherein, oof, you know, there was like this pressure even stated in this house. It's like, well, I kind of feel like, I did not say this, uh, I kind of feel like we ne- need to represent the gays, right? Because white heteros and we need to be there. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, okay. And also never been to a formal ever. So I was like, that's a lot of pressure. Let's do all this in 12 hours. That's a weight on the shoulder. Let's, let's do all this. Uh, so then I did what anybody with even a modicum of te- intelligence does and in, in calls T Bear. It's like, <laughs> um, here's the thing I got to go to this place. Um, and I'm sort of like the whole thing, I'm a little bit, I'm a lot intimidated by it. Yeah. Because for all of those factors, plus, yeah, just, like, the whole premise of so far outside my comfort zone. Like, we don't go to these things that cost this much money. Uh, P.S. We didn't pay to go this time. Right. Like, yeah. because I promise I would not have done yeah. that. Yeah. Like, it's just, whatever. It's, yeah, different it's, world. It's crazy. It's it a, is, different world. It is a different world. Um, so, yeah, all of these things. And I was like, okay, but I'm going to go. And if I'm going to go, yeah, I don't want to. Obviously, I don't want to look like a schmuck. So... We, yeah, we gotta go. Um, and we ended up, and I, I promised. So I made a phone call before we went because I was that intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't feel like I'm intimidated by a lot of things generally. No. Like in life where yeah. I feel like I'm just me oh, and I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Um, this was like super, uh, yeah, this was intimidating. Like this made me uncomfortable. Like it did. Was it because it wasn't just about yourself? Because it wasn't just Angie going into this without... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. that kind of thing, like, I'll just show up and, like, that's fine. Right. Um, but there are so many layers to this. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is this is at the old lady's workplace. Yeah. Right? This right. is, like, their biggest thing. And it's like, oh, geez. We do, like, good? smaller social things. But this was, like, a... This is the grandest scale thing yeah. that we'd ever done. I gotta um, say, when I went, I wore a, a, a sleeveless... Patagonia black dress. It was Patagonia though. <laughs> They're more than sleeveless, like it ties around my neck kind of thing. I didn't know that Patagonia had that. Yeah, Patagonia huh. does. Cool. Ozark Outdoors. They probably never thought I'd mention them on this podcast. Well, I mean, that's where I have bought it. But gays go outdoors too because they I do all get the things. That because I did. I felt like. That was what I needed to do in that situation. Yeah. So it was like, so I actually called them mm-hmm. before I went there, right? Because I was like, okay, I've got very limited amount of time. I just, I need solutions. And if these things are like, if I can rule things out, if I can mm-hmm. save time by ruling things out, then that's what I'm going to do. So I called, but this is the part where even with all the intimidation, like there's still a part of me that's going to come through. Right. So my phone conversation, when I call, the person answers and I say, okay, I'm going to attempt the nearly impossible today. So what I need to know is if you are good to be a gay friendly partner in that. That's my lead in, right? That's my trial balloon. Yeah. Which at any point, right, if she even hesitates and is like, uh... I'm like I'm probably already like I'm not gonna feel comfortable going there, and I'm just gonna have to go on to what the next option is. Yeah. Right. But um, the woman who answered the phone, which was, yeah, it, it was comforting almost immediately mm-hmm. because the woman who answered the phone says, "So what are you needing?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, I'm gonna need." And then she goes, "Do you need one tux or more?" I was like, okay, yep, okay, cool, okay. cool, 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 cool. Like, they totally get this. They totally get this. Because, right, it, yeah. it was one tux or more. <gasps> Got it. Like, uh-huh. here we go. Um, so, that's when I had you. I was like, okay, I'm heading down to Paul Morell, and I'm totally going to say that name because they were they were pretty amazing. Like, they yeah. were. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. um, went down there, and Chantel, which I told her when I first got there, I said, now, Chantel, here's the deal, right? So I laid out 
this is black tie. I've never done this kind of thing before. Mm-hmm. Um, here are my partner's concerns and hesitations mm-hmm. about me rolling up, like, in a suit. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't want a boxy and not all, like all that kind of stuff. And I said, no, Chantel, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, so if you handle this well, <clears throat> I'm the co-host of <laughs> a podcast with the Arkansas Times. And I have zero problem... And in fact, will totally yeah. sing your praises if you handle this well. Uh-huh. And I said, now, Chantel, if you don't, if this doesn't go well, realize I still have a podcast. <laughs> so, so, do what you're going to do. Uh, and Chantel was awesome. Like, yeah. she just laughed and she said, baby girl, I got you. Yeah. And I went, okay, like, this is boom Mm -hmm. and by the time you came down and we had just started looking at suits we started talking about this that whatever Mm -hmm. you know i didn't aside from the moment where i made the phone call and i was nervous about that right Mm -hmm. like what are they gonna do are they gonna go oh hell no we're not doing that right um or the first moment that i walked in because there was a whole bunch of what you would kind of think of as stereotypical frat boys in there, and it was really they loud, were and it out was as yeah. Up there. And I was like, yeah. "Oh shit! Like, like is a, this? Oh, is this gonna be okay? Kind of yeah, for yeah. sure." And I was like, "Oh my god, is it gonna?" Aside from those two moments, everything I was like, like awesome. Like I didn't feel at all. Um, yeah, I just did not feel out of place. If that makes sense, right, like yeah, yeah. I felt like. Chantel, and there was another woman, I didn't get her name because Chantel was the one that I was, mm-hmm. like, most specifically dealing with. She was there, and she was, like, goofing around, joking around with us, and like, yeah. Once I got, those were the only two moments we're in, at that store and with that staff, that I felt like, ooh, gosh, am I, is this going to be really bad? Right. Those were the only two, and it, those quickly faded away. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I had, I had some thoughts about it, right? So we got, we did, we picked out the tux. We had lots of conversation about which would be the right one and then how we're going to accessorize and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I had several thoughts, which I've not even, like, shared these with you. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of it, I left and went and had, um, lunch with one of my friends, which we had planned, like, weeks prior. Right. And I just was sort of like stubbornly refusing to give that up so i was like no i'm gonna go have lunch because we said <laughs> even if it means i have to like mad dash scramble for everything which i did but anyway and as i was on my way a few things occurred to me right where it's the the village thing mm. and i thought okay so in this village i originally had uh, a haircut scheduled for 11:30 with Tanya, who's basically, she's the official stylist of TNA, yeah, right? I mean, is. she just yeah, is well, yeah, at Chop yeah. It Off Salon. We just need to go ahead and yep. put that out there because she's, Tanya, T-Money. I saw her that same day. Yeah, I mean, she's the official stylist yeah. of TNA out in Arkansas, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had originally, it was scheduled for 1130, but I called her and was like, what else do you have? Because I'm going to have to go and get this whole process started. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what do you need? It moved to like 2.30 later when I could do that. And I was like. Oh my God, like that is amazing, mm-hmm. right? So there's village member number one. Um, or these are not ranked in order of importance, right? right? <laughs> um, and then I'm like, hey, T-Bear. Um, then it's, uh, T-Bear, I got to go to this. I'm, I'm on my way to the shop. At which point you said, all right, I'm heading down there now too. And then I call my friend who I'm supposed to be meeting for lunch. I was like, all right, here's the sitch. I'm on my way to this shop. I don't know that I can make straight up noon. I said, and also not location that we had planned because I'm going to be in a completely separate part of town. She immediately goes, well, do we need to cancel lunch? And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, no. (laughs) No, This is is one of my bright points of um, sanity today. So please, no, don't take that Mm -hmm. away from me. Um, And she goes, okay, then I'm going to search near where you're going for the suit and then we're going to pick another place and then i'm going to meet you and i was like and i so seriously like when i was on my way to lunch i was like man that whole village deal like i, I got a good village because uh t money who does my hair is like what do you need i'm gonna fit that in 
I can text you and be like, on the way to the store, I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. I can text and call my friend that's like, hey, I know we had this lunch thing. She's like, that's cool. Like, we're going to move it. Yay you for even going because I don't think I would at this short of notice. And so I'm I'm there for whatever you need. And then I get down to Paul Morrell and Chantel, whom I don't know no. at all, is whatever it is that I need. And I kept thinking, God, so... Yeah, for as anxious as I was, as uh, intimidating as this whole process was, I'm super fortunate to have the village that I have, and that's like point one, because I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I go, yeah, even with that village and even with all those other things, I was intimidated beyond belief. Yeah. So I can't fathom, I mean, I really can't. Um, Yeah. For as intimidated and overwhelmed and, like, as much self-doubt as I had in those moments with mm-hmm. all of those supports, what the hell does it look like? I mean, I was clothes shopping, and there was all of this yeah. stuff right. that came with, like, I was shopping for clothes, and there was all of the stuff that right. came with it. Because what I feel comfortable in is it, it falls outside of mainstream concepts. What I feel comfortable in falls well outside of that what the hell are the consequences going to be oh and it's mm-hmm. going to be in the... so with all of the supports i still felt those things and i was i was shopping for clothes right like like clothes like an everyday clothes people do that all the time yeah and it was yeah. like that like distressing to me mm-hmm. shopping for clothes and with a support system that i have mm-hmm. and so like seriously i cannot like overstate my appreciation and significance for the community of the village that I have. Mm-hmm. But then I also immediately go to, yeah, what if you don't have that? Yeah. It was hard for me with all of my privilege and resources. That, that supports, was hard for me. That support system, yeah. What? What if you need to do any of these supposedly routine day-to-day tasks like clothes shopping and you fall outside of mainstream ideas yeah like just to and all i was trying to do was find a place where i was comfortable that's all i was trying to do right i wasn't trying to win any flipping contest about it like i let me be comfortable while still i mean not spitting in the face of black tie but right let me find a rather uh maybe a less conventional way mm-hmm. to feel comfortable um, what if people are doing that on the daily and they lack the privilege, resources, and support that I have? Like, yeah. And all of this happening in, a, in an area, even though we are in Arkansas and in the South, we're in Little Rock, which is perceived to be a, a, a blue progressive bubble. Yeah. Where um, people of our community are accepted and welcomed with open, open arms. Um, in some places. In some places. Right. Not yeah. 100% all the time. So there are still those situations where, even though we are completely out, yep. you know, to, to anybody and everybody that knows us, there are still those situations that we find ourselves in where maybe it's not, um, what am I looking for, Ange? What am, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, I guess... Maybe completely accepted by all in attendance? Uh, yeah. Because I will tell you, like, to that, yes. Like, um, there was some, there was less than, uh, less than enthusiastic response in my innermost circle Mm -hmm. to my clothing choice. Um, but I will tell you that, God, when I got on that escalator in the, in that state house. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, already, like, still nervous, right? right because yeah. I've never been to this thing. And I will tell you what I did not anticipate, because, again, I don't, I usually just show up and be who I be, yeah. right? right. Uh, what I did not anticipate is I was probably three-quarters of the way up the escalator, and I saw everybody else, like, out in the reception area, uh-huh. and you see everyone else but me, quite, I mean, that was my reality. Mm-hmm. That was the case. Everyone but me subscribed to, like, the mainstream gender norms. Everyone but me. 
everyone but me in it, a formal event, a formal event, which I've never been to before. And it's like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? Should I have caved? Should I have? And then it was like, number one, you didn't. Number two, your ass is still not going to be in a dress, in a formal right. dress. So, and also here we are and let's just, we're going to go here. Yeah. So, I, and I did get, there were definite looks, like, I, I'm not, I'm not immune to those. Sure. Um, and there were definite looks, and there was, like, quizzical looks. I think I was, um, I was probably called Sir, I don't, I'm gonna say less than a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like, man, I'm, like, I'm just trying to be comfortable. I'm not trying to be. Yeah male or female like i'm just mm-hmm. trying to be comfortable but the association that people like that strong association people had with if you're wearing this then sir and i was just like i'm also wearing earrings and makeup, makeup and yeah. like i um yeah mm-hmm. but again i i feel like i have pretty decent resources to handle that mm-hmm. within myself and there were obviously people there that we did know that were incredibly encouraging complimentary Mm -hmm. and that absolutely helped and so i had to reorient myself and just be like listen these are the people that know you these are the people that care about you these are the people that just like you for you and that's that's all that matters Mm -hmm. um but yeah even i had like especially yeah i probably won't forget anytime soon three quarters of the way up the escalator that anxiety and i went what did i do yeah like it's good Oh my, like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. This is not, this is, this is going to be bad. What, what did I do? And then I just went, I'm not here for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Deep breath. Yeah, I wouldn't have been comfortable. I assure I would have been even, or as uncomfortable as I was in a tux riding up. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how much more uncomfortable I'd have been if I thought I was going to wear a dress. Like, I, like. Yeah, it, yeah. I can't imagine. So then I was just like, yeah, I gotta let that go. Yeah. But I think it's significantly easier for me to talk myself through those moments because privilege, resources, mm-hmm. support. Mm-hmm. But I struggled with it and I, I, there's, I have you a lot have of luxuries. Of yep. Yeah. Yeah. And not everybody does. You know, I, um, which brings to, you know, I, I get, emails on a daily basis you know from the lgbtq it's a nation lgbtq nation Mm -hmm. and you sometimes i just have to i'm not even gonna lie sometimes i just delete it without looking at it yeah because i just i just can't Mm -hmm. you know like i don't i don't want to open another negative thing i don't want to read another about another murder. I don't want to read about another child being kicked out of their home. I don't want to read another about another family that has to relocate because of the community that they're currently living in, like threatening them and things yeah. like that. So here we are with all of the resources and the support system that we have. And then you read about um, individuals or even families that don't have that. And it's like, wow, man, I couldn't imagine. Here we are. So this week is National Suicide Prevention or Awareness Week. Awareness Week. Awareness yeah. Week. National Suicide Awareness Week, which started the 9th and goes to the end of the week. And today is what I believe they're calling World Suicide Prevention Day. Yes. And, and both of those things occur... Within the month of September, which is like Suicide Awareness Month, mm-hmm. so it's there are three layers of this. It's right. all September, right? All and then September. there's the second week, and then there's today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because you know October is like National Coming Out mm-hmm. Month. Yeah, and then we also have Pride here. Yeah, and, in October. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, in, in our community, and especially the small C, that mm-hmm. the T, which is a small C within right. our community, um, 
is even more at risk than the rest of us. And and, and for our entire community, it's the numbers aren't good when it comes to suicide. Right. Yeah, they're they're disproportionately high, like three to six times more likely. Mm-hmm. Like depending on which study you read, three to six times more likely to attempt. Um, that's LGBT generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think that those numbers are closer to LGB. I, but anyway, we don't have to get into that right now. But yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. Um, yeah. But with the T, yes. Yes. Um, the T is, again, depends on the study that you read, but essentially 41% of respondents in a, oh, that one was 2011, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 41% of respondents reported having attempted suicide. Um and then they further drilled it down like in 2015 there was another study that came out that um looked at age groups like additionally in like trans community at large but also specific age groups and uh so like 41 percent is pretty terrifying to me right yeah and especially because we figure like right around 1.6 percent of the general population so 1.6 versus 41 42 percent that's Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when by the time we break it down to age demographics, fifty percent have attempted prior to their twentieth birthday in the trans community. Wow. And is so what I always say, especially when I do like you know workshops, trainings, whatever, and those those numbers are terrifying to me. Like, I don't know how they wouldn't be. Yeah. Right. I mean, because yeah. 1.6% is a lot of folks. Yeah. So um, if you look at from within a community, anywhere between 41 and 50% is what you're talking about. Um, I, as terrifying as those are, I actually think they're low. And the reason that I think that they're low is because that would require that those respondents actually, they were out to somebody. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I... And it's not like I'm trying to borrow trouble or make stuff where there isn't. I'm just trying to say that I don't think everybody's out. No, everybody is. I mean, they're they're just not. There are people that have been living as trans for, God, I mean, over forty over forty years plus now that people have no clue. Right, and so they're they're super scary and terrifying. And whatever the word is that exists beyond terrifying, that's mm-hmm. what I think that that is. Yeah. Um, but I also think, I don't think they're 100% accurate because it requires that the respondents were out to at Admit least one it, person. I yeah. guess. Yeah, they, they were out to at least and, one person. Yeah. 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 So I, all of that to say that it is like Suicide Awareness Month and the Suicide Awareness Week and Prevention Week and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, like the timeliness of that where, I mean, it, it's kind of a trivial thing, right? I'm going to a black tie event and I'm stressing out about it. Like I'm not, I'm not equating, right? No, my experience sure, no. with that risk. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm saying if that was my experience and I had that level of distress and there was that much, um, God, it's like that. Discomfort. the battle yeah the discomfort but it's all it's, it's the inner battle right mm-hmm. between this is who i am and i'm just trying to be comfortable oh wait but the external world doesn't want what they expect. like yeah like what they expect and are they going to be okay with it right like and so should i change who i am should i change like should i be less comfortable to make other people more comfortable right so and if i'm feeling that and again it's 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 kind of trivial, like, what forced it was the event, and I can live 99.9% of my life never worrying about that. Right. But in the point 1%, I'm like, shit, if I, yeah, if I feel like yeah. this, like, hey, asshat, what about the people who don't have all the privilege? Like, people who feel like this daily are not trying to go to a black tie event. Right. They're trying to live their life. Like, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to go to school. They're well, like, yeah. It's interesting. So I had a high school friend of mine today and I hadn't mentioned this to you that sent me forwarded me an email and now I can't even remember the name of the company that she gets these from it's like 
a daily thing that they get and they they look for people to like interview or have you experienced this or whatever and there's mm-hmm. a list of things and in this subject she's like hey I don't even know if this applies to you did you ever go to um, basically pray away the gay reparative therapy reparative therapy yep yep if so look at number 50 whatever or 80 whatever and so I was like bless you so I scroll down there and it was like they're looking for a survivor of um, reparative therapy, which they, they it was um, called something else. Sometimes they call it gay conversion therapy. Like conversion yeah. therapy. I don't know why my mind's not working right now. But, uh, you know, my response was like, well, I mean, no, I never was. You know, I came out late 20s, so I wasn't out early on. My parents, quote unquote, didn't know. So by the time I did come out to my family, like, they couldn't have right. done anything about it anyway. And I wasn't going to put myself in that. Right. Um, so, no, I didn't experience that. But then I started thinking about, you know, because we have um, the movie that I saw at Kaleidoscope. <gasps> I have to tell you something about that. Okay. Uh, the Miseducation of Cameron Post. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and here's where I'm going to mention, and this is, again, to underscore the significance of our podcast, right? Like, uh-huh. it's, we normally do it because we get together and we talk about stuff that happens to us because big c big little c community stuff right, right right um so this week i had the occasion to learn on a couple of different um occasions where we're reaching like big c i think more than what we realize mm-hmm. um in the yeah the cameron post i got a text from one of my friends a white hetero another uh cis white hetero friend mm-hmm. not who, neighbor nick not neighbor nick <laughs> no but i mean put neighbor nick in this in these ranks right yeah sure. not neighbor nick another cis white hetero this time female friend says hey um i'm reading the book oh. the miseducation at camera post because i heard about it on the podcast and i'm like i cannot put the book down and I was wow. like, oh, yeah, so this is, yep, this is why we're doing what we're doing, right? Yeah. Um, and even, I didn't mean to, like, totally take over what no, you were talking no, about. No, but, no, no, yeah. Um, like, it just triggered in there. And when these things what fire, when, when these things fire, like, I got to follow so or they're not going That's to. That's why we yeah. do it the way we do. So there was that conversation, and then I saw her again, like, a few days later, and she brought it up again. Um, and this time she brought it up. In our Sunday school class, which oh, actually wow. the new pastor of our church was in our Sunday school class. And so we're having this conversation. Uh-huh. And she is given the background of what this book is and why she's reading it. And that I just don't even think about, you know, that those kinds of things still happen. Right? Right, yeah. Um, and then one of my friends, the friend that I met for lunch on Friday when I was explaining about the running around and what the issue was, like, I'm not wearing a dress, and so there's this, that. And her response was, God, yeah, like, that's a thing that you don't really think about, right? Like, so what if somebody's going to a formal event, but they don't want to wear a dress? Like, she's like, I never would have thought of that. And she's like, I never would have thought about how difficult that could be to find something to wear. Mm -hmm. And then I did have a conversation also with neighbor Nick this past week. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was actually, like, Saturday or Sunday. Caught me at the fence, because that's yeah. what we do. <laughs> and he said, uh, Ange, so I just was listening to the podcast today. He said, you guys talked a lot about doctors. And he's like, so I got a question. Essentially, like, is there a list of LGBT-friendly doctors? Like, does that exist somewhere? And he's like, yeah, and I never would have thought about, like, you go to the GP and you tell them, don't run a pregnancy test. He's like, I never... Like, I never would have thought about that, mm-hmm. like, being an issue. And so I have, like, those interactions, right? Right. And I go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. So within that, like, broader lens of I'm super uncomfortable and how am I going to fit into this, you know, cis-white hetero world on Friday night, and then I get outside of that only to have several members of cis-white hetero world go, God, I never would have thought about that. Basically, thanks for making me aware of it. And also, I have follow-up questions. Because mm-hmm. never would have thought about that. And right. I went, 
dude, we are on to something with this whole, like, let's just have conversations about our experience. Because I think then we can make it relatable right. to Big C who doesn't know about this stuff. And I don't, I don't think that because they don't know about it, they don't care about it. Right. Because I had those conversations this week mm-hmm. that showed me the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And there, oh, there was another guy at the, um, at the Fancy Pants event. That's what yeah. I'm calling it, the Fancy <laughs> Pants event. That he came up to me and he said, hey, do you still have the radio show? Mm-hmm. Cis white hetero guy. And I was like, no, but it, but it is a podcast. And he's like, what's the name of it? Because I'm totally going to listen to it. And I was like, this is it. This yeah. is the thing that you and I have always talked about. Why mm-hmm. I get like, I want like cis white heteros in here because this is big C community and that's what I right. want it to be. Mm-hmm. And it showed up several different times this week and I was like, this right here. These are the points that's of relatability. Mm-hmm. This is it. Because we are, ain't nobody getting out of this alive. So we may as well team up with some folks. Right. And they don't have to be exactly like us. Mm-hmm. To be on our team, and I, I think maybe we've got a better shot at it if they're not. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, our allies are so important. Hugely, and they want so important. they. Because that's going to be the yeah. bridge. That's going to be the bridge. It's for sure going to be the bridge, and it's not like nobody. None of those conversations that I had, mm-hmm. and none of them did I feel like. I was tokenized by any way, right? So it's not right, like I yeah. can't be a homophobe because I have gay friends. I never felt like that in a second. Like, I didn't feel like I was their guard against homophobia because I was their gay friend. Right. Like, I didn't... That was sincere investment and uh, curiosity and, like, true desire to know about something they didn't know about. And they're like, oh, God, like, this affects you. And I didn't... Again, like, that's... To me, that's a recognition of their own privilege, mm-hmm. right? Where they're like, God, yeah, I never even thought about that. I yeah. never would have thought that that's an issue. But now that you're showing me that it is an issue, like, tell me more about that and mm-hmm. see if we can find a way to make it less of an issue for people. Right. And I was like, this is, yes. Yeah. This, this is big C community. This is how we do this. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody getting out of here alive. No. So let's figure out how to... We've got to go together. We gotta, we gotta come together, and you know, just like so. There's, I think there's several C's involved here, because of course we have our, our own big C of our own community mm-hmm. and our smaller C's, but then we have an even bigger C that's outside of us, that we we need allies in because we have to be allies within our own community, you know, because there's oh, for sure things that that. Even with the trans or even bi community, that I the L's and the G's are even, often not down with the well, B's, and, and even you know the um, uh, my mind just went blank, but you know you have your asexual community. Yep. I mean, you have all of these different communities that you have you, asexual, pansexual. You have stories. Yeah. There are stories that all of a sudden I'm like, oh gosh, even myself as a part of the L community. That I had never thought of for the B or the Q or the T part of our community. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow. I never even realized that. I never even thought about that, that you might experience that. Because even as being, you know, a gay or a lesbian, like maybe that doesn't affect me in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like within hearing those stories from the, all of the smaller C's, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's trans or black trans, or bisexual, pansexual, asexual, queer. Yep. You know, um, or even non-binary. Yeah. You know, gender fluid. All these different, um, I guess what you call them, subsets, smaller C's, that until you hear the stories, until you hear maybe us talk about going to the doctor and constantly being asked to pee in a cup so they can right. see if we're pregnant or not, even though they we've told them a million times we are lesbians. Right. Right? Like, there's no chance. Um, unless I'm coming to you asking you for a pregnancy test because something happened that shouldn't have happened. Right. And I should probably be in the police, you know, right office right now. Yeah. Um, took that to a different level. But anyway, it's like we've, we've got to share our stories. Yeah. Right? 
If we can. Well, I think, yeah, because you share the stories, and then through that, there's relatability, right? Because at any point, we share the vulnerability. I don't mm-hmm. know a human alive who doesn't experience vulnerability. So in that, there's common ground, right? Mm-hmm. So you get your point of relatability, and then beyond that, you do more and more realize how much common ground there is mm-hmm. and how, again, like I said this a couple weeks ago, right, with the passing of John McCain, where he basically said, we, we've got to remember, much like my mm-hmm. Andrew Lou, right, there are so many more ways in which we are similar. Mm-hmm. We have so many more commonalities, and we lose sight of that very often. And I think that that's, that's also true, like... I've had conversations with other people within LGBTQ community wherein, yeah, they want our stories to be our stories because can we really open it up to the larger because can we trust them? Can we? And I'm like, God, we have to. Mm -hmm. We have to. Because it's... Kinsey, whose methodology was super flawed, so I can't trust his 10% theory, but whatever. It's a jumping up point. Um, And no one is replicated, so whatever. But... At most, we're 10% of the community. Mm-hmm. I promise you, we need buy-in from somewhere in that 90%. Mm-hmm. Like, for progress to happen, like, that's those allies live in that 90%, and we need some of them. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to get any of them if we wall off and say, yeah, you don't get this. Right. You don't get me. You don't know what this is. You don't know how to... Well, that's never going to grow. Like our number of allies, it's never going to grow if we don't share some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying go around and like post everything on Facebook and overshare and like, I mean, be smart, like be judicious yeah, sure. in who you share it with. Mm-hmm. But I assure you, those are the folks. Like it's sort of, it's kind of like politics, right? When um, if you just preach to the choir, you're not recruiting new members you right. need to target the folks in the middle yeah. right the undecided kind uh-huh. of deal uh-huh. i don't think this is any different right like i'm not gonna call up a mike huckabee and be like let me tell you my story and see if i can move you like right. <laughs> that that ain't the one that i'm calling but if there's somebody in the middle that's like i don't really think so right yeah yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah those are folks i don't think yeah. they would take my call first of all um, but also i wouldn't put myself in a position right. to call right. but somebody who like i think that like i've Based on the information I have now, I I think this way, mm-hmm. but could be exposed to different information, and then I go, oh wait, I didn't know that before. Mm-hmm. I hadn't considered that before. Okay, cool. So now that you hear it, are you considering it now? Yeah. 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 I wouldn't have considered it before, but now that you said that, I'm totally considering that. Mm-hmm. That's where the actual progress and change happens. Right. I'm not gonna get that when I call a Huckabee. No. Like, I'm not going to get that. So, I'm going to conserve my energy and go, let me support my community, Mm -hmm. right, LGBTQ, and then let me also be a part of bigger C community so that they get that we're pretty damn similar, actually. Yeah. Pretty damn similar. Yeah. We're not really all that different. No. We're not that different. We're not that different. No. We're not that different. Mm Mm-mm. Well, and so, you know, and again, in doing that and being out there and sharing your story, it takes a lot of courage. It takes vulnerability, 100%. Mm-hmm. Courage, 100%, you know. Because I open up, you know, these emails and I see headlines of all different types. Like, Pat Robertson raises a shield oh. of protection from Hurricane Florence in prayer. But he's also the guy that, like, is always um, bashing gays and... Like, yeah, you he's, he's you lost me at Pat Robertson. Yeah, Pat Robertson. You said that, and I went, um, no, I'm done. But then, or, then we see, like, here's here's one. 34 models slayed the runway in Marco Marco's 100% transgender fashion show. Yeah. You know, these are all completely out, you know, and that's a positive headline. Yeah. You know? So they're, they're out. People see this. People see these headlines. And it's like, oh, hold on. You know, that may change some minds, some perceptions of that little C community, you know. We had a, a gay student that was, like, thrown out of his home. Mm-hmm. And a whole community from all around the country came in support. 
and funded his way to college. Yeah. You know, Ellen had him on her show not too long ago. So, I mean, it's like not everybody can be completely out there. There's always risk. And, you know, we've talked about on the show before. We all have our way of doing things, and we all have our, um, what would you call it, Angie, like our own personal restrictions, whether it be like our family or place of work or where we might live because we aren't completely protected. Right. We have our own threshold of comfortability in my mind. Like it's, and that's comprised of a bunch of different factors, Mm -hmm. but ultimately, yes, we have our own threshold of comfortability. Where am I comfortable? Mm -hmm. And there are lots of things that lead and feed into that. Mm -hmm. Where are you comfortable? And that's different for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And so thankfully we have those people that that can be, you know, yeah. completely out and can share their stories, but that's not always the case. Like in comfortability, comfortability, I can't even say it. Um, you know, we even have we're completely out in the community. We have this podcast. We we do a lot of different things and we even have our moments of Oh yeah. Of feeling that anxiety yep. of being uncomfortable in our skin because of who we are and we have our support systems and there's so many people out there that that don't have that or don't feel that and um with that being said i mean there are several if you're feeling if you're struggling yeah we want to add to the resources right now support system yeah of course you know we have our facebook page we have social media there are there's a um, Arkansas crisis line that's specific to our state that you can call and it's eight five five four eight nine eight five three zero. There is the Trevor Project that is specific to the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, you can text, you can actually chat, or you can call and it's eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. And there's also the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that's 800-273-8255. And there is another trans lifeline that you can call, and that number for the U.S. is 877-565-8860. You know, I think... um, you know, I hope that in with us having this podcast and with the positive headlines that you see online, that hopefully that, that does give people some hope when they don't have that support system. Mm-hmm. Um, but please, if you are struggling, reach out. Yeah, there, there are supports and resources available. And as difficult as it is, like, even when you have that information, as difficult as it is to reach out, even when you know that there are people who specifically want to help you, people can't help you if you don't let them know. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, and if these are just additional supports to what you already have in place, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid to call folks when I need them. And, and usually... That, that's usually not my thing. Right. It's usually not, right? Like, because I got to be okay and I got to, like, make sure everybody else is okay. Right, and that's yeah. not my thing. Yeah. Um, but I have to tell you that on Friday when I did that, when I basically just kind of, like, choked down the pride and went, here's the thing. Like, I am I'm struggling here. Mm-hmm. And when I reached out to those folks, as hard as that was, my God, was that the right decision? And I immediately knew it. Mm-hmm. As hard as that was, um, because that meant admitting that I didn't have this when it seems like I, I generally don't struggle with a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't one single person that I reached out to that was like, what? Like, this isn't even a thing. Right. And I can't even... Yeah, overstate the significance of that. Mm-hmm. And so as hard as it was, I'm so glad that I did it. I mean, hell, I did it repeatedly then, right? With like right. three, four different people <laughs> where I was like, oh my God, I don't have to do this by myself. Yeah. Just knowing that, like that may have not 
have solved the immediate crisis, but just knowing that I didn't have to do it by myself was enough to get me to be able to do what I needed to do, like the next thing. Right. And I think that's that's the idea behind this. And I'm not, I assure you, I'm not equating finding clothing for black tie to severe depression and suicidal like thoughts. I'm, I'm not. Right. But I think the premise is pretty similar. We don't want to reach out for help because we think uh, that showing ourselves to be vulnerable is like a sign of weakness. And I think it's the exact opposite. Yeah. I mean, I actually think it. it's not just me. Brene Brown also thinks right. this. Um, <laughs> I was given the Brene Brown book today. By they're really good. <laughs> they're really good, which is basically... Yeah, vulnerability is the exact opposite of weakness because based on all the messaging out there about showing that you're vulnerable uh, and you still choose to show that vulnerability, I mean, that's nothing but straight-up courage because we, all the messages around it and we do it anyway, Mm -hmm. that's nothing but a courageous act. Yeah. And there are people and there are organizations that want to be a part of everybody being okay and then everybody being better. But they can't help if they don't know. Right. And the vulnerability is, it's, God, yeah, it's just not a weakness. It's just not. No. It's not. No. It's kind of a superpower, I think. It is, yeah. Like, the ability to express it, like, to own it and express it mm-hmm. is so far from weak. I, yeah. Because that's hard, man. Well, yeah, it's it is. Hard. Who wants to say, I can't handle this? Yeah. I need help. I don't know, but sometimes you just do and realize that there are people around you that want to help. Yeah. So, you know what? Do it for them. Like, if you can't do it for you. <laughs> you can't do it for you. <laughs> do it for them. Do it for them. There are these people who are manning these phone lines, who are taking these jobs because they want to help. Do it mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bridge the gap. Do it for them. Bridge the gap. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Covered a lot Thanks. of ground. Man, covered a lot of ground. Thanks for being here, Ange. Well, ditto. Yeah, thanks for being the A of my T. <laughs> oh, my Lord. The a of my T. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Um, thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, again, we are out in Arkansas. We are a part of the Arkansas Times Podcast Library. Top five. Top five. Top five. You can go to arctimes.com. There is on the menu, the the bar at the top, podcast has a pull down, and you'll see all the podcasts listed there, which we are out in Arkansas. You can go to iTunes. You can go to SoundCloud uh, and find us on each of those as well. We appreciate the Arkansas Times for letting us um, be a part of that. Yeah. Because... We feel that this is important, and we want to share those stories. So, again, if you have a story that you want to share, uh, please contact us. If you want us to share it for you, we will. If you want to share it yourself, you can. Uh, You can be anonymous. We don't have to say any names. But the more stories we share, the more people we might reach and touch and maybe change some minds or even save some lives. So... Thank you for listening. Have a good week. Have a good week. This is out in Arkansas with Tracy and Angie. Peace out.